Welcome to the Pilgrim's Odyssey, your guide to life's wild ride. I'm your host, Silwan Green. Every day we share incredible stories and valuable lessons on life and faith. Thanks for tuning in and make sure to share this odyssey with your friends and neighbors so all of us together can let our light shine. Welcome, friends, to another episode of the Pilgrim's Odyssey. Silouan here coming to you from Birmingham, Alabama. Let me tell you, it's been quite a 24 hours since the last, last podcast. Not even 24 hours ago, or about there. There I was, back home in Indiana, at the airport, waiting to get on my plane. Soon to enjoy my status as a frequent flyer. When all of a sudden, the dreaded sign came across the screen at my terminal. Flight delayed. Ah! Now going to Birmingham from Indy meant you had to connect through Charlotte. Birmingham being a small airport, that meant, huh, my flight's delayed. It could cause difficulties getting to Birmingham. Talked to the gate attendant, found out that inclement weather across the southeast had diverted the flight from Charlotte coming to Indy that I was going to go back to Charlotte on. They had to fly almost all the way over to Memphis and up to avoid the weather. I started running calculations in my brain when the plane was going to land, when I would get out of there, and I'm like, hmm, there's a pretty good chance I'm not going to make my connection to Birmingham. Talked to the gate attendant. There were a flight or two after mine, but they were both full. Weren't sure if they could get me on there. They could put me on standby. And I'm trying to decide what to do. Oh, my goodness. I have a class to teach tomorrow. I can't be stuck in Charlotte, North Carolina. And I've got a room full of people waiting for me to arrive. Luckily, I had an honest gate attendant. And I'm sitting there talking to her. And I said, you know, I'm trying to figure this out. Like, I could go to Charlotte and hope I get to Birmingham tonight. Or I could go get in my car and drive the seven or eight hours down to Birmingham and make sure I'm there. She looks at me and she says, if you get on that plane, you're not going to get to Birmingham tonight. Yeah! (laughs) That's not what I wanted to hear. But it was what I needed to hear. So I said, could you cancel my ticket and I use it at a later date? No problem. I'll hook you up. She cancels my ticket. She gives me a voucher for the full amount I could use on any flight in the future with no penalty. And I leave the airport. Wait for the bus to go to economy parking. Get in my car, and I'm off to Birmingham, Alabama. Now, as I made the drive in the rain, eventually in the dark, it got me thinking. Things throughout my life detours that I've taken when I thought I was going to be going one direction and I went another. I don't know why, but it made me think about a drive once when I went to Fort Bragg in North Carolina and I thought I was going to meet with somebody and I got all the way down there and they weren't there. And I'm driving back and I'm wondering, is this worth it? Is this traveling worth it? I'm leaving my family. My kids are at home. I'm not making any money. I'm going broke. Why am I doing this? And as I'm traveling back through the mountains, my phone in and out of reception, I get a text message from a young man I'd met many years previous to that in a prison. He'd been in the Army. He'd hurt his back jumping from a plane with the 101st Airborne. 
He'd gotten hooked on painkillers in his recovery. He never fully recovered. The Army discharged him. He went home to Indiana, still in pain, still on painkillers. And I ended up meeting him in a prison. Actually, for the first and only time, when he got out of prison, I hired him to work for me. Day after day, the kid was there on time. And that was a remarkable thing because part of what he had done to get in prison, he lost his license and hit a walk something like five miles to the office every day to meet me. And he was there every day on time waiting for me to get there. One day I noticed something was a little strange with him and I asked him and he didn't want to talk about it and I didn't want to press him, but he didn't seem right. He kind of looked and acted that way for the next few weeks. And then one day, finally, I know he liked to smoke. So I said, hey, let me get you some cigarettes. Let's go talk. We went outside to talk, told me about a girl he had met, how he was feeling withdrawal from drugs, what had got him in trouble. He'd been a opioid addict. And I was worried, but, you know, I, I didn't think that'd be the last time that I saw him. Next day, come to work, he's not there. First time ever. I try to call him, I can't get a hold of him. He's just like he's vanished, he's gone. About a week or so after that, I get a message on my phone. Someone had called me and I hadn't answered it because I didn't recognize the number. It's coming from somewhere in Chicago. Listen to the message, it's him. Hey, Siloan. Man, I'm sorry. My girl and I started doing drugs. I ended up here in Chicago. I OD'd. I woke up in a hospital. I'm out. I'm on the street. He's just going on about all this. No number to call. Says he's calling from a payphone. No way to get a hold of him. Don't hear from him again. Made me feel like a failure at the time. Why couldn't I see that coming? Why couldn't I get that kid help? And then there I am, a year or two later, driving back, feeling like quitting, wondering if it's worth it. And on my phone, I get a text. Hey, Sil, it's me. And I got to think for a minute, who is this? And I realize who it is. Finally, I'm able to pull over, middle of the night, tired, worn out. He tells me how he thinks about our time together every day. How after that happened, he committed himself to getting clean. He got clean. He got his mom clean. He got his life back together. And one of the things he had want, talked about since I met him in prison was getting back at least partial custody of his son, partial time to be with his son. And he had done that. And he was proud. I got off the phone with him. I finished my drive. And I said to myself, that's why I do this. I'm not going to give you the details in the podcast. But I met a police officer once who came across a, shall we say, dead and burned baby, thanks to the baby's mother. And it was a story I thought I would never hear again. It was so horrific and evil. Not a week ago, in a class, I met an officer who'd been through the same thing, but maybe worse. And as I was driving in the rain from Indy to Birmingham, making sure I got here, I wasn't going to be late. And I was tired, and I was feeling a little sorry for myself, and I was wondering, man, there got to be easier things to do. I thought of all those people and all those faces. I anticipated who I would meet down here in Birmingham, and I said to myself, that's why I do it. I thank God for the drive, for the opportunity to serve, to help people. 
for a wife who supports what I do, for kids who are proud of their dad, who pray for me and pray for the people I meet when I'm on the road. And I thought of all of you, the people that day after day tune in and listen to this short little podcast. And I want you to know something. Man, when you close your eyes and you think about what you were put on earth here for, and you think about the things that matter, and you focus on them, and you sacrifice where you need to sacrifice, and you love who you need to love, and you help who you need to help, and you struggle where you need to struggle, it's worth it. It is worth it. And it is a fight that nobody can take away from you. And it is a fight that more people than you know have your back. And we change the world one life at a time, one person at a time, with our life stepping forward, sometimes into the unknown, sometimes into places that we're scared to go, but we know we need to be there. And in the dark, in the rain, on an unexpected journey, as tired as I was, I thank God for giving me the faith and the freedom and the courage to aim high. To aim high. And even though when it doesn't always feel like it, I know that what allows me to spread my wings and make it through those moments are what? The things that matter. My family, my faith, understanding what God put me here for, following through no matter how hard it is no matter how many times I want to quit, and I don't quit, and you won't quit. And together we'll make a difference in our lives, in our families' lives, in other people's lives, and we'll know every step was worth it, whether it was in soft, warm sand or prickly rocks that were saying, turn around, and we didn't turn around. And we'll all end up in a place knowing knowing we followed through we did what we were supposed to and as tired as we may feel and as worn out as we may feel we will find peace and until I talk to you again tomorrow may you find peace in the effort to do the right thing I'm Silouan I'm blessed to be with you my friend I am out. See you tomorrow. You've been listening to The Pilgrim's Odyssey. Make sure you comment, share, and like this podcast so all of us together can let our light shine. For books, videos, and more content from me, your host, please visit Silouan.com. That is Silouan, S-I-L-O-U-A-N.com. Until your next visit on The Pilgrim's Odyssey, I'm your guide on life's wild ride, Silouan Green. Trees. I just roll.